guys are back with another episode. Yep, 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 yep. Greetings, greetings from the other side. Welcome <laughs> to another... Other side of where? Where's the other side? Just the other side, isn't it? Nah, no, <laughs> that is banter. <laughs> that, that is banter. That, greetings, that reminds me of a YouTube video of this guy who does, like, pranks in Nigeria. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, basically, he was like, he walks up to people and goes, I died in 2015. Oh, no. And that's then, no. And, like, walks up. He's like, what year is that? What year is this? And then, like, 2019. He's like, oh, I, I left here... 2015. Oh, nothing. Then he's like, I've come from the other side to give you a message. Oh, so no. when he said from the other side, I was busting. He's like, I've come to and people like, from the other side. Oh, like, oh, you mean? Some people are like, oh, you mean? Another side. He's like, no, from the other side. I've come to give you a message. Then people are like, uh, what's the message? No. I've come to take you to the other side. People <laughs> leg it in. Yeah, no, I was it up. No, I'm done. <laughs> Greetings from the other side, though. Mm. <laughs> Guys, we're here, man. Got another episode. Yeah. Uh, got myself, Gabs. Myself, Game Changer. And Jules. And as always, we are the Real Talk, Real Walk family. But before we start, just quickly need to plug the social media. Yeah. Um, as always, we're on Insta, Twitter. Um, the Twitter hashtag is RTRW Podcast. So for all your comments, for all your views, let's keep the conversation flowing so we can all hear what you think. Um, the end star is Real Talk Real Walk underscore. That's Real Talk Real Walk underscore. And the Twitter is RTRW underscore podcast. That's RTRW underscore podcast. So get in touch with us, man. Yeah. Let us know what you think. The email. Yeah. I can't even remember the email address. <laughs> um, I think it's Real Talk Real Walk com. So let, <laughs> let us know what you think. Yeah, guys. And send in your dilemmas. I feel like people have... Um, some reservations on whether or not they can send us topics and yeah, man, guys yeah, please man. use the go platform for, yeah. for, for real yeah. for real so yeah go full throttle send it through feel comfortable man we're, we're willing to take on all all examples all scenarios all dilemmas don't worry your name is not going to be mentioned your churches won't be mentioned confidential <laughs> completely confidential <laughs> confidential <laughs> but please with the dilemmas make it make sense yeah make it make sense yeah Right, so today we've got another episode. Um, we're going to be talking about how individuals leave the church or how individuals leave the faith. Um, so the question for today, guys, is... I'm going to, I'm going to start with Eman today, actually. Come on, I, Pastor. I feel like this is right up Eman Street. Yes, speaking um, <laughs> So, Eman, what is the best way to leave a church when you see they are not willing to change, especially if you're a PK? And by PK, it's pastor's kid. So you want to leave the church and you want to do it the right way, basically. Essentially, yeah. So the church are not willing to change. Yeah. Like you've tried to stick out with it. Like you've been at the church for like a year knowing that you're not happy there. The uh, a year? You're a PK. You've been there all your life. <laughs> no, no, no. As in like, you've been there all your life. However... Like it was general. Then he was like, then if but, you're a PK. But you've been thinking oh, wow. for a year you want to leave. For a year oh, right, you've been right, battling, right, okay. you've been oh, struggling. Yeah, like you don't like some of the doctrine or the practices. Yeah. Okay. But they're not willing to change. So what's the best way to leave knowing that they're not willing to change? Okay, so there's a few ways of tackling this question. Um, leaving church can be easy for some mm. and it can be one of the hardest things for others. For yeah. others. Um, and I've seen over the past few years that it's probably, yeah. it's probably it's more, more harder difficult. for some. Uh, yeah, Especially if, you, if, you're, if you're at a smaller church, yeah. you're a familiar mm. face. Yeah. Um, and you play a key role, some yeah. sort of key role, maybe like your usher, worship leader, children's yeah. class, um, tutor, mentor, whatever. Yeah. 
Now, one of the first things I, I speak for leadership, if you're a part of leadership or you play a or, or not necessarily lead, okay, leadership, let me start with leadership. If you're a leader, then you need to speak with whoever your leaders are. Mm. You need to sit down and have a conversation. As in, if you, the PK, are a leader. No, no. This one is just for leaders in general. I'll get oh, to okay, PK. Okay, I'll get okay. to PKs. Okay. If you're a leader, you sit down with your senior leaders and say, this is, this is the situation. If it's you're not happy about doctrine or you're not happy about certain behaviors and stuff like that, and you're not um, happy with with where you are in terms of your spiritual growth, you basically list out what's going on and you walk through it, you talk about it. Now, if you want to leave, it's not something that, like, you don't just make a decision to to walk up and out. Mm. You don't do that, especially if you've, if you've, if you've got a position in the church, of influence in the church. You mm. don't go willy-nilly. You don't just say, I'm going, see you next week. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you need to do it um, as honorably as possible to show to set an example for people that follow after you. Now, yes, there are going to be times where sometimes leaving the church is going to be nasty, but you have to make sure on your part you do the right thing mm. so that when people look at it and assess the situation, they can go, okay, you know what? Even though it was a bit rough, but this person did everything to do, um, did everything that they could possibly do to be honourable. Mm. So then when you sit down with the leaders, then you can discuss it. Sometimes people like are able to to resolve the issue and then yeah. they're like okay cool I don't have to leave mm. some people it's gone too far beyond that yeah. so then you have to sit down and work out a transition period so maybe it might for some churches it might be a month or it might be three months and say okay cool mm. within that period I'm going to hand it over to somebody else yeah. or if someone else is not if the, someone else is not readily there maybe some churches have the money to hire us so let's say you're a worship leader mm. or you're an MD mm. so give the you have to give the church enough time to maybe um, find yeah. another one one yeah, or hire yeah. another one yeah. not just up and uh, and leave or let's say you're a musician try and raise somebody so try and get someone to shadow you for the next few weeks I'm going to be playing keys or playing drums shadow me learn ask me the right questions and do it if you're just a member speak to maybe one of the maybe speak to some one of the senior um, elder or elder, yeah, yeah, elders in the, in the church, church yeah. and say you know what especially if you're not if you're not a familiar face, if you're not really too engaged, it doesn't really, in my opinion anyway, it does, it's not too tricky. You can up mm, and go because mm. if, if they don't really know your face, you're not really, you don't play you're a part. You're not an active yeah, member You're not an active the member, then yeah. it's not really a big issue. But if you are, speak to one of the elders, discuss the situation with them. For that, you wouldn't need to really do a transition period unless maybe in the church, if it's smaller and they're like, anyone who's leaving, like the pastor prays over them and, and sends them off in peace, mm. which I think is an honourable thing to do. Like mm. pastors should send people off in peace. Even if it's, even if the situation is sticky, like still send them off in peace. Like we're brothers and sisters I in Christ. I think that's why even like if you're not a leader or yeah. if you're not someone important within the ministry, it's good to let people know that you're yeah. leaving. Yeah, definitely. Like you irrespective should. of whether people know you or not. Yeah. Like some mates have left like my church yeah. and all the time I get people coming up to me saying, oh, how is so-and-so? Where's right, so-and-so? Right, right, right. If they had known that this individual had left the church, yeah. they probably might not be in a position to be wondering or oh, why he don't come to the church no more. Have but those individuals been coming to the church and they're active in the church or they're just one of those ones that come halfway through service, sit at the back. So blah, they weren't blah. active, but they were there like every Sunday or three times a month. 
Yeah, but the fact that people know their name means that they were known enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah so for people like that, they should still be able to say, listen, like, I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm moving on. Obviously, you don't have to do the whole transition process, write a letter or, you know, statement of intent to, to leadership to let them know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you should. Um, in terms of PKs, mm. um, that one is a different ball game, especially if you're serving at your parents' church. Yeah. Um, you have to be very... You Personally, I'm of the belief that, you know, parents that are, are pastors or church leaders should be able to separate church life and home life. Mm. So you should be able... You should. I say you should. This doesn't mean that's this, this is the case because I know a lot of PKs um, that this has not happened to. Um obviously being a PK myself, but being able to sit down with your parents and say, listen, this is my situation. Um, one, I just want to clarify this though. If you're leaving church, there has to be some sort of real... Reason. Solid reason. Mm. You don't just leave because it's like, oh yeah, the worship wasn't that great. Like, unfortunately, I, I, I think we've become a bit too picky about what we want People connect. And, I know it's just an example, but people connect with the worship, bro. Yes, worship worship is key, but sometimes we we make worship preferential. Mm. If it doesn't sound like the worship we like, then we're like, okay, well, we we're not like going it. to this church, yeah. mm. and that's not the how we worship God is not based like worship. It, it's not based on the church. Is not like sound. a supermarket. Like church is very intentional. You go to a church that will build you, that you can be established in, that you can grow in, and that you can play a part in. Mm. Like, membership is active, not passive where you just come and you go. Mm. The the body of Christ grows when people are intentional about it. So mm. if you're saying, oh yeah, I'm not going because they didn't sing, they didn't sing Nara in, uh, as part of the worship set, set today, <laughs> yeah, then you need to grow up. Yeah, you need yeah, to no, grow up. And that's not, that's not a sensible reason as to why you should leave. But in terms of like the quality of the praise and worship though, that I think it might be important. For example, quality. Uh, oh, no, no, example, not everybody, like, scripturally speaking, guys, I don't feel like that's, everyone not, has... that, that's not a prerequisite. That's not a prerequisite. No, but like, I think, yeah, like there's some like choirs, for example. Yeah, yeah. That they might lead know, praise and worship or they might sing praise and worship. Yeah. And it doesn't connect with your spirit. It might be because they're singing off key okay. or because the drum is making too much noise. Yeah. So, so, or the BVs are not in sync. Like, I think all of these things can have an impact on how one worships. For example, if you've got the auntie squeaking in the back, like the soprano, yeah. Yeah. just shout, that, that might have an impact on how I worship as an individual. I might not be able to connect because you're not leading me effectively. I, I, oh, sorry, go, go. Sorry, I was yeah. going to say, I hear you, but I feel like that is just based off of what you now know and what you've experienced here in the Western world. Back home, <laughs> there was no such thing as Word. nice BV. Word. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, Do you understand yeah, what yeah. I'm trying to say? There was no Word. such thing as, uh, okay, fantastic drummer that is skilled yeah. and, you know, yeah. creative in their arts and blah, yeah. blah, yeah. up-tempo, low-tempo. There was no such thing. They yeah. just yeah. worshipped yeah. as it was. Like, there were people that didn't even know the songs, but mm-hmm. they could still bask in the presence yeah. of yeah. the auntie that's got that high soprano voice. You yeah. know what I'm trying yeah, to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's with some Sometimes we need to strip we need to strip back from the theatrics that we as the Western world can bring yeah. to, you know, churches and to mm-hmm. the worship Absolutely. experience. Yeah. Because even now, we dim the lights during worship. Um, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. we put on spotlights during worship. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like there's a there's a lot to the worship package now yeah. that we're just 
in in essence, in a nice way, not that I'm saying it's bad, we're overdoing it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Do you I agree. understand? Yeah. So like, there are churches that don't have that and their worship is as pure as anything mm-hmm. and they love it. Do yeah, you I, get? Definitely, I, agree. I definitely agree. Absolutely. I think the heart of worship is obviously more important than obviously the theatrics and all yeah. of that sort of stuff. Mm. But then in saying that, are we discrediting the creativity that Christians should adopt? No, I don't oh, think you're discrediting it. But like... I was trying to... That, the point that I was trying to get is this. One, anyway, let's just... Scripturally, let's make it clear. John says that... Or in the book of John, it says that... Or Jesus says the two main... Pre- the, or the two prerequisites for worship... Worship that pleases God is worshipping God in spirit and in truth. It's not about how many instruments you've got mm-hmm. or the quality of sound or the quality of singers. It's about worshipping in spirit and in truth. Therefore, it's not... We have to be careful what it what when we say spirit. Are we talking about your preference, mm. or are you actually talking about spirit? Because the spirit of God can move even in a place where you don't feel the sound is great. Or the, so mm-hmm. that's, yeah. this is so. But I get what you're saying. There should be a level of excellence, but at the same time, there's a time and a place for that. Because if we go to if we go to house churches in India where they don't have a, yeah, a where they don't have a mouth mic, places in they don't Peru. have. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Where where they're probably using or boxes and tambourine. Yeah. Literally, they're not concerned yeah. about what we specifically make church about. Mm. And so this is why we have to be careful. If you're going to church based off an experience rather than your assignment in there, mm. then you're gonna miss it. Mm. You go. You're part yeah, of the but the 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 Bible says we're part of the body of Christ, yeah. which means every whatever part I am, I have to play a part mm. in my local body. So even if worship is not great, but I'm going there and I'm still being fed by the word, yeah, I'm yeah, serving yeah. in the community team, mm. yeah. I'm serving on the homeless team, I'm serving on the ushering team, I'm growing in God, I'm growing in my faith, I'm maturing in my faith. The worship in the um how worship looks or sounds sound. doesn't matter yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're growing and you're establishing yourself there. Yeah, yeah. So I feel that's why I say you have to have a solid reason. And a solid reason, for example, is doctrine. If you don't agree with us with 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 the standard of doctrine or their teaching there, that's a good enough or a plausible reason for you to go, you know what, the doctrine that you teach in this church. I personally don't believe it's scriptural. I, I don't personally adhere to this and I don't think it will be sensible for me to stay here because mm. I'll be more of a burden than a benefit in this place because I'm always going to be at contention mm. with what the pastor is preaching. Then it's better for you to go, pastor, I respect you. You know, I, I believe you're a man of God. I just d- disagree on quite a lot of the doctrines that uh, that you preach here um, and I want to leave you know, honorably. Mm. And so you can you can do that. It's possible. But for the PK thing, you have to sit down with your parents and be honest. Mm. But do you know what I was also going to say? I feel like as a PK, and you've touched on it a little bit, you need to differentiate, um, you need to differentiate basically um, how you're like speaking to your parents. Right. And what do I mean by that? Are you speaking to them as a, a child who's mm. moaning and complaining about how things are being done at church? Yeah. Or are you speaking to them as a minister or a worker mm. in church who is ready to make impact? Yeah. yeah. I feel like there are two different stances because you can you can be like to your mum, you come home from school, oh, mummy, there's no rice in the fridge. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. However, you could also be that child that comes home and be like, oh, mum, I noticed there's no food at home. Should I make X, Y, Z? Yeah. That's, bring that's, a solution to the problem. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's two different stances. So you want to leave your parents' church, but have you even spoken to your parents? What is it that needs changing? Do mm. you want to be part of the change? Are you ready yeah. to sit down and serve and be part of the change? Because I feel like sometimes people have this misconception that, okay, cool, I'm a PK, I'm leaving my parents' church, I'm going to go to another church mm-hmm. and it's going to bang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, no. Yeah. If you cannot serve at home, mm. it is going to be very difficult for you really? to serve outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like, I think we, we hear the saying all the time, charity begins at home, mm. right? Like, I remember when my mom used to bang on about, I'm like, what are you saying? Mm. But honestly, what you don't practice at home, mm. you're not going to do it miraculously outside just because the worship is perfect mm. or because the word is sound. But, but mm. you'll sit down. Yeah, you'll end course, up sitting down. Course. And sometimes it could be also that you get to a place mm. and guess what? They don't need you. Because sometimes yeah, I, I feel that. like there's also entitlement. Yeah, definitely. Mm. definitely. You know, be that careful that be as addressed. a PK. Yeah, be careful that as a PK you don't feel entitled. Mm. You know, mm. sometimes I, I, I mean, I'm not a PK, so I, I'm not speaking from experience. But sometimes, from what I've seen, mm. because of the pressure that is placed upon PKs, they grow up um, one under. They they grow up under. They grow up under a lot of scrutiny. Mm. But then it also develop this type of entitlement that I am to be recognised or I am to be wow. appreciated wherever it is that I go. I'm sp- mm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. you want to be more than, quote-unquote, what you are, mm. you know? Um, mm. I feel like there is a responsibility for parents to um, hear their children out from a parental point of view as opposed from a spiritual leader point of view mm. first. Because that's your family is your first ministry. I guess people say that, right? Yeah. So there could be things that your children are seeing or possibly hearing mm. that may never actually come to your attention because you guys are so high up, if mm, that makes right. sense. Um, so I think for me, one of the key things is, are you approaching or talking to your parents as a child who is moaning and complaining about a situation or or things? Mm. Or are you speaking to your parents as a worker in the church who actually wants to create impact yeah. I feel like there's there two you know, I, definitely, I definitely agree in that like with what both of you are saying in the sense that um, there are some reasons that are unacceptable in terms of leaving the church because obviously the grass is not always greener you can move to another church and you might like the worship there but then you might not like the fellowship mm. or you might say it's not family orientated so I definitely agree like doctrine should obviously be the main the main focal point or the main reason why people leave a church because of the reasons why you might go to another church and still not be happy um and obviously, with the whole thing of like addressing your parents, I think it's definitely important to obviously address your parents and how your parents come across is probably important in the sense that how they relate back to you once you've told them that you want to leave the church. But there are obviously some parents that are, are like, you're not leaving the church up until when you get married. And things like that kind of places kids, mm. not, I'm not going to say kids, but just youths in a difficult place that they want to move yeah. But their parents are not allowing them to move. Yeah. You know, when like and I don't want to mention certain cultures, but when parents can be like, when you get a husband, then you can obviously leave leave yeah. the church. Head up, yeah. So for those like individuals in that situation, what do they kind of do? Because obviously you want to honor your parents, as the Bible says, but at the same time, your faith still needs to grow. You still need to develop yeah. as an individual. So let's just say like an individual's going to a church, their parents' church, not necessarily their parents are pastors, but they're going to their family church, let's say. Mm, yeah. yeah. And like they're not growing spiritually, yeah. but at the same time, their parents are saying, when you get married, that's when you leave. Okay, I'll, I'll say this. Wait, just... before, before, you, before you learn, because obviously you're a pastor, so we'll, <laughs> you, you, you round off. What I was going to say is, I feel like there are other things you can use to make sure that you are still growing spiritually. So, for example, if you listen to particular preachers or ministers, okay, yeah, or blah, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, mm-hmm. break bread with people who are not necessarily from your church for other Christians, I don't know, maybe that you might meet online or blah, blah, mm. blah, or just mutual friends. I don't feel like 
you should just rely on the fact that, okay, yeah, your dad is going to give you a word on Sunday yeah, and that, that's it. That's the bottom line. Mm. Do studies, do devotionals or whatever. Do what it is that you need to do. The Bible talks about you working out your salvation with fear and trembling. trembling yeah. So take it seriously like that. Do you know what I mean? The same way people put in effort to apply for a job is the same way we should put our best foot forward to make sure that spiritually, you know, we're fed or we're feeding ourselves or we're doing what we need to do in order mm. to be... Yeah. Um, in in I wouldn't say right standing with God, but in a in a in a spiritual place of maturity. Let yep. me put it that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let me let me just say that, and then Pastor, you you land. I did want to touch on something you said earlier. Mm. You see, with um, you made a point about entitlement. Um, I I have seen that amongst PKs, mm. but I wouldn't say that's the majority. I would actually say no, that's the yeah. minority because yeah. most PKs, a lot of them, we didn't ask for this. I we agree. Didn't, we didn't ask. So a I lot agree. of PKs actually don't didn't want to. Right. But we ended up like for me anyway, I can say that we're born into it. Yeah, we were born into yeah, it. Yeah. I I always liked banging on stuff. So my parents like quickly realized, okay, this guy has got something. He's he's got a musical gift here. So and anytime we would go to churches, my mom would my mom and dad would say, from the age of one, literally anywhere I see a drum. I would run, I would disappear and I would just be next to the drummer somehow. Even if the church was massive, I would find myself there. That was obviously a personal thing. But in terms of, there were certain things in church, there were certain responsibilities that were given to me that I didn't necessarily want. But that was added because of who I was. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of of PKs find themselves in that predicament. So a lot of the time, it's not even like, listen, I'm not even, I don't want to be here. Like, people are fighting for this position. I don't even want to be here. Yeah. I know some PKs that would actually say that to people. Yeah. Like, listen, I don't want to be here. If you want to fight for this head role or whatever, yeah. you, you guys it. have it. You don't but have it, It's yeah. because my mom and dad gave it to me. That's why I have it. I don't really care because you guys are putting extra pressure on me. Mm. Like, you guys are watching my every step. You guys yeah. are... Yeah, that's yeah. that's why Pressure, I saw so many PKs ended up or have ended up doing drugs, getting pregnant, walking away from the faith, anger issues, in prison, doing um, uh, in gangs, all of that kind of stuff yeah. because of that unnecessary pressure. But to go back to to go back to your question, I understand. And I, there, we have to kind of, we have, have to try and deal with this biblically. So the Bible says, honor your, your father and your mother that your days may be long. Yeah. But is honoring them staying? Well, if you're if you're under their roof, I see honoring them as listening or being obedient. Mm. It, especially if what they're asking you to do isn't anti God or anti your anti your, growth. But what well, if like, it is anti God? Because there are churches that are anti God yeah, and they have children real, real. who no, are that's, there. That's what I'm saying. That's that, this so is what, what I'm trying what to now? say. This, if they if your parents' instructions to you are anti God or anti scriptural. Then that is something that you can now bring back to them and say, "Wait, hold up! Like, I I love you, I respect you, but scripturally speaking, I don't think this is, I don't think this is true." When you're saying anti, if we're saying anti God, then by default we're saying anti growth. So mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think all I don't think just because it doesn't suit our taste, I don't think it's anti anti God or anti growth. It just doesn't suit. It's not. It's not something that that tastes well on our on our palate, on our personal mm. palate. But if you're not growing, if you're not growing in the ministry, like something has to be done. If you're not okay now, if you are not growing, this is one of the first things I'll submit to you. Go to go to another service in the evening. Mm. 
Yeah, so similar find to what Julia was saying. I agree, I agree. Find, find another, as you've said, mm. listen to other sermons. Or there are, church, thank God, that in London and other big cities it's, around the UK, there are churches that do evening service, mm. uh, yeah. services or they do midweek services. Yeah. So even if you're going to your church on a Sunday, then yeah. you can go somewhere else to fellowship. I can say for a fact that if, for us at City Worship, we've had, we've had quite a few PKs come. Mm. And they still go to their parish church, but they will either come to us on a Sunday or any time, any, any other time we're fellowshipping, they will come. But we've not said leave your parish church yeah. because at the end of the day, especially, I don't think that would be the right thing. To no, it's not anyway. the right. It's, yeah. it's not the right thing to do, and it's not the right counsel. Yeah. Now, when we're now maturing and getting older, at, and now that depends because some parents say twenty five for men, like you should be thinking of getting out of the house. Some say younger, some say older. You're, you're talking a different talk now. No, this, this would actually be a good topic. <laughs> but as you're now growing and maturing, you now have like you know when you when you know when you're in like college. Well, t- t- typically, ideally, not ideally, typically in African households where like if you come from a household where they didn't allow you to go out to parties, they didn't yeah. allow you to go out to stuff, yeah, and hello. when you go to uni and you now oh. come back. That's what I said in seven football game. But now they're trying to treat you like a kid and you're growing up. Obviously, aside from this Christian piece, there's certain conversations that need to be had because they need to understand you're getting older. But as you're now getting older, this whole thing of how can you be 29, 28, 27, 30, 31, and your parents are saying, well, until you get married, you're going to be coming to this church. Unfortunately, I think that, that I think personally, in my personal opinion, I think that's where parents are beginning to take their make. Even some people might Bro, say, why didn't you say 22, like 20, 20, 25? I feel like that's them still trying to exercise a certain level of control yes. um, or overexert well, control because... For the most is it control part, or it's just control. No, 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 it's control. Is it control no, or age, just being just being like you're not respecting that you just think I'm like I'm still a baby? No, no, no. At 30, 31, and your parents are telling you you cannot leave this church. That's from control. 25, That's Seth, control. From 25. No, I hear what, you, I hear what you're trying to say, but I don't only, I wouldn't say all of it is control. No, I would just say I would, some say, I would say it's partly control because now what they're trying to um show or display is the fact that okay, even if I don't necessarily have my church, mm. quote-unquote, in mm-hmm. order, my home, my mm. family need to be in order. Yeah. And everybody here must listen to what I'm saying. Mm. Everybody here must do yeah, what I say to do. That's a, that's and don't par- challenge. That's, 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 that's parental instincts. Like, you're always... Mm. Like, it, no, this no, is my, my, my salvation is at stake. Wait, 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 hold my hold salvation up, is at stake. You're talking about parental up, control. What are you guys trying to what are you guys planning to tell me? Oh no, wait, hold up, Gabs. Oh, when you go to your when you go to your mum's house, I'm sure your mum says to you certain things like like that that make you think, okay, wait, mum, I'm a grown man, you know, I'm a big man. Don't don't even yeah. don't, you know what, yeah. don't sidestep. Yeah. Do you know? But this is this is the point I'm trying to make. This is the point I'm trying to make. My mom just come. You know, like no, that. I'm not saying that she's not. But mom can. Mom has yes. the ability to. Yeah, yes. of course, of course, of course. Even my parents. Sometimes I'm like, wait, hold up, mom. That, like, I'm, like apart married, from being, you know? I'm, I'm a married <laughs> I'm man. I'm a father. Father, <laughs> like, do you get, like when Tila was born and they were like, do this, do this, do. This. I'm like, I know, nah. but that one, me, I'm okay with that because you, you have experience. Yeah, you need the help. No, no, but I see what it means. But there's some things that okay, cool. Allow us to be parents ourselves. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. But I just feel like I don't feel all of it is control. I but think partly, it's the heart. I think it's the heart behind it. You have to deep the heart behind it. What the, the heart, heart of the parent? The, yeah, the heart of you have to discern what the heart of the parent or yeah, of 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 the thing that they're saying is. If they're just sometimes parents just say stuff not to control, but because they see other families do it and they're like, well, 
Jamaica's family do that. Well, Ade's family do and that. that's what I'm well, saying. But it's subconsciously, not subconsciously, it's, they want to make it look like they've got everything yeah. under control yeah. in their house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not, okay, under control. But I wouldn't say control as in manipulative control. I would say control as in we're trying I would, to make. I would, tr- I would say. I, I wouldn't would, say for every. I no, wouldn't I'm say not, for everything. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's not for everyone. everyone. Yeah, and, no, not that's, for everyone. I was just trying to say. But I was just because when you said con- twenty-five, no, even look, I know forty-year-olds that even when they're with their parents, they're like, "Listen, mom, like I'm, I'm good. Like I know what I'm doing." No, so but if it's, or dad, I know what I'm doing. And about forty, if it's a general thing, I can understand. But we're talking about one salvation now. No, no, okay. This is one salvation. When it comes to church, no, you have to also deep it as well. Please, why are you removing your glasses? No, no, because my eyes are, my eyes are about to put my growth and my salvation before this parental control. Sometimes you have, sometimes you have, like as a PK, I've seen a lot of things. So. In, in terms of why families behave a certain way. Mm. And obviously, sometimes when you're coming to church, you want to make people see that, ah, you know, even though we were squabbling at home, when we, co- we I want us to look all together. Ah. Some, so you want to be doing comedy. Some pastors don't even want you to know that they're squabbling at home yes. with their family. Yeah, but I'm not even just talking about pastors' family. I'm talking about even members' families. families. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, in, in general. general. Yeah. So I, do, I do get it. But when it gets to the point of manipulating or coercing family to do things for your own self, for your own benefit, mm. and and it's to the detriment of others, i.e. you're 31 years old, you're 30 years old, you're 27 years old, and your mum is saying, go to this church. You've not grown in the past 15 years. You Crazy, don't serve man. there. Mm. You're that always at loggerheads with what they're preaching. Mm. Then that's an issue. That is and you need, to, you need to not just raise that, but then actually say, you know what, especially as you get to the age of of independence mm. actually start having those frank conversations and say mom with all due respect dad with all due respect I'm going to be leaving this church and the parents even that the parents to... are, some parents are not having that yeah, yeah. some pa- no some parents are so, not so, having that we can... no, okay, you have pastor. to leave this house. I didn't say yeah. no I didn't say I didn't say parents were going to have it that's at the beginning I said leaving church is can be good for some but for a lot of people it's not great yeah, I agree, from the I pastor's agree. perspective, from leader's perspective, yeah, even yeah. members start even acting members. a certain way yeah. when, yeah. when, when, when you leave churches. So yeah. one must suffer because of how that pastors so, are going to take. Sometimes it. it's you can't, Us. you can't, you can't run away from that. You know why? Because human beings, people we be all people. have our squint squint. You what? Like you're not going to find a perfect, <laughs> yeah, perfect church. No, Everyone no, has their own issues, yeah, and no, you're going to, you're going to en- encounter but, that when, but when I can't suffer. My salvation and my faith can't suffer due to the fact that people are going to think a certain thing or the church is going to be a certain type of way. Do you okay, I mean? but if you leave and people start behaving a certain way to you, you're still going to suffer anyway. You're going to suffer that some well, form of Well, the people in my old church members, that's fine. Yeah, no, but that's... no. I'm not talking about... I'm not talking... I'm not saying that... In this context, anyway, I'm not saying that you should stay. Yes, you can go. But I'm saying there's always sometimes... Or a lot of the times there, there will be some sort of backlash. Oh yeah, people no, of course, of course. act a funny way. Of course, people of will make like people leave churches and then that's when people start making all sorts of all sorts of alley. Well, you know, yeah, it's because so and so slept around with so and so. Where did or you they hear make that? Particular comments or, on the pulpit, like anyone that leaves this church, the bottom of our shoe is better than them. Blah wow. blah blah. Or, there's some church. Yeah. There's some churches. I've heard. I heard two years ago. A friend of mine called me and said, "Oh, the the um the pastor said if I leave the church that they're gonna curse me that." Yeah, they're gonna curse me, and they're gonna yeah. 
they're gonna that's just speak control. words of it's, it definitely that's manipulation. is but that's the, 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 that that is definitely control and manipulation. But what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is mm. leaving church is not the easiest things thing. You have to make sure that you do the most honorable thing. Oh, can I ask can I ask on your way out? Mm. Can I, let me let me let me just throw this spanner in the work. Why is it not an easy thing? Why do people take it so personally? Let me let me land. Yeah, yeah, go. You go to work. Yeah. You start a business venture. Yeah. You realize it's not for you. Oh, you realize the job is not necessarily for you. Or you've been there a particular for a particular time. You've been there five years, six mm. years, seven years, eight years. It's your time to move on. Yeah. For the most part, they'll even buy you flowers and chocolates, do leaving right. drinks, celebrate the fact yeah, that yeah. you're moving on. Yeah, yeah. But why is it so messy when it comes to church? Why, why can't leaders, quote unquote, or people in general, let me not even label. Um, it as leaders, people in general, church members, why yeah. can't you be happy when somebody numbers. is moving on? They, Some, the numbers. Yeah. They, they want the congregation like, to grow and the ties are not Why can't free. you be okay with somebody moving on? One of the reasons... if one, they've served, yeah, yeah. they've done their time. They've done yeah. their time, yeah. What's yeah. the problem with somebody carnal. moving it's definitely on? Carnal. No, but re- this is a, a, a fact of life. Change is not always easy. And accepting change, whether it's small change or big change, is hard. Especially I if you if you people are messy, though. No, no, people I, are messy. Yes, the people being messy is not justifiable. There's no justifiable reason as to why people should be, be, be behaving in a nasty manner. But like, for example, if you've been at a church for ten years and now, let's say, you're getting married and you're going to your husband's church, like, and let's say you're a worship leader now. And you spent 10 years, like, you've given a lot. You've had great moments there. You've cried there. Like, you know, you've just had an amazing moments there. Now it's time for you to leave. Like, it's hard. See, so with from that, that example, I agree. We've yeah. been worship leader, someone that's been leading worship for 10 years. You need to even give me a ceremony. Even if it's not worship leader. Even if it's not worship leader. As long as you've committed your time, you've committed your effort, you've given yourself wholeheartedly, it's tough for you and it's tough for the people that you've built the rapport with. Imagine the people that you used to do sleepover with. Imagine the people that used to go out for dinners with. Imagine the people that you spent hours on the phone with counseling you, supporting you, praying for you. Those ones are fine. She's talking about the messy ones though I'm saying I'm saying for with the, with the, the messy ones, ones, ones the messy ones for one why well, I'll say from, from a church leader's perspective why some church leaders are, are very nasty when it comes to it is because they forget that that the members are Jesus' sheep yes. and not their sheep mm-hmm. now you're so preaching. now they yeah. feel like Come on. Uh, but you're my sheep why yes. are you going to the, yeah. the yeah. church down the road the yes. problem is this is the, the body of Christ. Oh. Them yes. going to the church down the road is fine because yes. they're still part of the body. They're still, the part, faith. Of the body. Yes. They're still part of the faith. And so it doesn't mean to happy. say they can't come back to minister or... Yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. you never know. You never know. This person or this family or the, this couple may end up coming back to your church anyway. Yes. Like it you don't know how season. life works. Yes. But you, they are not your sheep. They, mm. You've been given the responsibility to oversee and mm. take care. But Jesus is the shepherd. Right. So you can't get upset. If right. Jesus is not upset, I don't right. understand why you're upset. The oh. only reason why I feel like maybe some leaders are upset is because people leave dishonorably. People yeah. say, this pastor is trying to control me. Mm. Or this pastor doesn't want me to grow. This pastor has been suppressing me mm. and my whatever. And I think that's where people can be nasty because the people that are leaving are also being nasty, nasty. about how they leave. That's why I said leave honorably. It's not, it's not always, okay, yeah, God has... For the most part, the majority of the time, it's not, oh, yeah, yeah, I've, I've served here, yeah. I've done my time, blah, blah, blah. God has called me, I'm mm. moving on. Yeah. It's usually people
people find an error. Right. They right. nitpick yeah, or they yeah, find yeah, a problem. Yeah, this is they it. find Come on. an issue with yep, somebody, yep, yep, you know. And yep. pretty much, I feel like that, that's always kind of where... Um, what's that What's that word? Is it... What's that word? This, this contention? No. What's the word? You know, that, discord. Okay, That's discord, where discord starts. Yeah. Do, you, do you get what I mean? Because mm. not only are you saying... I'm going, yeah. or you're saying I'm going because you did this or you do this Absolutely. or you do that, yeah. and this is how we run things here, blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. and it's not good, and and this like it, there's always an issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People don't necessarily just leave on the basis that I've served Come in this on. church yeah. here. Yeah. This has been a fantastic experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I found uh, my first love for Christ here. Bloody bloody blah. You've mm-hmm. nurtured me. You've people bro- won't. People will find <sighs> issue to go. Yeah, people yeah, won't yeah. tell. People won't. People won't say. This pastor gave me a hundred pounds when I was out of work. Yes. People won't true. say this church helped me in my yes. time of need. Mm. Yes. But when they're leaving, just because of it's one little thing, thing, they'll say the pastor didn't want me to go. Did you tell the people that when you were going through depression, mm. the pastor paid for your counseling session? Yeah. Did you tell people that when you needed help for your wedding, mm. when you ah, needed help for your wedding, and they helped contribute for you, yeah. and, people, and members in the church yeah. gave you gave gifts, you gave, gave you gave money, money, gave you time, gave yeah. you the effort? You didn't yeah. mention that. But what you mentioned is they didn't they didn't give me my seat on oh, Sunday I'm not growing, I'm not growing here bloody bloody right blah. do yeah. things honorably and especially for yeah. us here I, I feel more for our generation like we we always want we always want to feel justified, justified. In, mm. for, for our personal or uh, uh, well it made me feel this way and I felt that way and that was my they didn't hear my view and bloody bloody blah there's a thousand people in your church how are they going to hear everyone's view it yeah. doesn't work like yeah, that do you yeah, get what yeah. I'm saying Christianity is not consumer friendly mm. Christianity is not consumer friendly mm. so if you want a consumer friendly <laughs> Christianity stay at home listen to one of your Facebook um, live preachers that, that suits your personal needs and do and do church there but if you want to grow you're going to sometimes if you want to grow hard, listen man. growth is not about being in a comfortable place Come sometimes on. where you feel your growth sometimes God will take you to a place mm. that is harsh that is, you'll be like ah this is not like my old church yeah. there's no lights there's no this yeah. but God put you there on um, purpose yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes we just want to be in a place where it's just like ah oh, you know what everything there's a thousand nice. people there yeah. everything is nice everything is comfortable yeah. I'm learning me I'm really learning this for myself especially with us uh, us and church like literally when we say oh guys like City Worship London bloody bloody blah everyone everyone thinks oh these guys bad people at church and they come and they're like bro like, but they don't want to come because they, it's easy, like it's easy to get away with things when you're in a bigger Big crowd, in yeah. a bigger church and you don't have to do much. Mm-hmm. When there's less of you and we can see everyone's face and we can see all everyone's issues yeah. and we know everyone's problem, you don't want to be there. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So it's hard. There's that. There's that thing there. But for for the sake of growth, like God is not going to take you to a place where it's like, oh yeah, like you're going to feel comfortable. God is going to grow, like growth even in natural sense. Like there's always pressure. If your bones are going to grow. Biology says your bones push against each other to expand. Simple life principle. Diamonds don't grow. Uh, like that diamonds don't shine unless mm. they're under pressure. Yeah. Gold doesn't gold doesn't look the way it does until it's under pressure. So what makes you think you're just gonna go down the road and grow in the things of God <laughs> without being challenged in your faith? Yeah, and that's yeah, for yeah. a lot of us in our generation, we don't like that. Yeah, if yeah. we start talking to you about when we start talking about modesty, you get upset. When we start talking about when we start talking about giving, tithes mm. and offerings, you get upset. Mm. When we start talking about holiness, you get upset. When we start talking about you going on um, on secret little escapades with your with your <laughs> boyfriend or your side piece, you get upset. Everything you get offended by, mm. and we have to learn that offense is one of is is one of the biggest killers of 
uh, of Christianity in and this modern day. Like everyone's offended. Everyone's offended. You know what? Not not yes. to obviously defend the people that are offended. Yes. But I think it's important how we deliver this offense. Like yes, I think that's obviously true. important. No, true, true, true. Like if we're gonna come out and just like hit people down with a rod, um, then obviously I can understand why people yes, might take I get, offense. Yeah, I, I think get that. if we're coming from a place of education, yeah. we're obviously given the biblical knowledge, yeah. we're given the scriptures, yeah. we're speaking in and love. love. I think, yeah, and I think love. that's obviously important. Whereas yeah, I think a lot of Christians they know how to be very, very judgmental. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I hear that. Or sometimes we say that, but sometimes we're just we're just being Christians. Sometimes what I don't people... think it's being Christians. I think it's passion. Mean just being I people. Yeah, yeah, I think it's being people being people and being being passionate. Like people but don't even, know how to control their passion. Yeah, but, yes, but at the same time, say at, say at the same time in the world, people don't know how to control their passion. If someone in the world, like I deeped it, I saw a post this week, and I I just wanted, to, I, I just said I need to give a type on this. In the workplace, if you get offended, you don't leave your job. Yeah. In the it. church, you get offended, you you're leave church. You're up. You're going. Jabs, don't get like. Yes. You know what, yeah. you first yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, let's deep it. In the play, world, let me like, play people say advocate. f off. Like, and you'll still go to work. People say, yeah. you're not going home early today. And you know you let don't me, like it, let me but play... you still stay there. And especially if you know there's room for growth in that place. Let Actually, me, you know you're about to receive a promotion. Here, yeah. You're not just going to bounce. Come on. You see with the workplace, guys, disclaimer, devil's advocate. Nobody <laughs> should enter my DMs and complain. <laughs> let me play devil's advocate small, yeah? Okay, okay. In the workplace, you're paying me 40K or 30K or 25K or even 100 racks, Seth. So if you're paying me and you tell me to F off, I will F off and I will continue to do that job. Whereas Christians, you're not paying my bills. You're not contributing to my council tax. Why should one no, take off? Why should one take off? How did you get, Gabs, the spiritual did you get the job? growth is more weighty. Who's, who's who got a job from God? Not, is, not is because it, of wait, brother Robert in wait, the ushering team. No, wait, wait, Gabs. <laughs> is, it, is it God that gives you the money or your employer that gives you the money? Is it God that gives you the ability to create money or your em- employer? See, God gives me the ability to create wealth. Okay. The job gives me the salary. Okay. The point is that everything stems from God. You're, you go into church, essentially, the Bible says, is for your growth. It's for your... So spiritual you can grow growth. your spiritual Remember, we're not talking about the church. We're talking about Christians here. So, for example, no, let's the not brethren. Say, we're the body. We're all the yeah, body. Yeah, so let's we talk about the body, say, not the church, No, bro. the body is the church. Yeah. Bro, the, the church is, is the institution. No, 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 it's not the church. Is not church. The building is it's what people call church, but it is not, not church. church. There we go. So no, 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 Nobody is going to tell me that we all wake up on a Sunday to go to a venue. We do. It's home. We venue. go to a location. For goodness sake. Oh, man. I'm yeah. reporting you. You're Give me your pastors. You know. Give me your pastors. You know. Give me your pastors. You're not being real with it. I am being real, Gabs. The definition of church is not Pull a up, building. Real talk, the real church talk. Being, the church being a building, <laughs> building is what people use, is, is what in early, following the early church, is what they used to control discussion. people in a, well, not to control, uh, Iman, sorry. I'm not talking about the definition of church. I never mentioned definition. But the point that you're making is very redundant.
productive. We have to be honest and admit that we are going into a building which is a church. Well, well that's your business. <laughs> like, let's call it what it is. I understand and I appreciate and I know that the church is the body of Christ. Okay. However, we can't negate the fact that people we see can the building. We cannot negate that can. people see the building as a church. We okay. can't negate that. It's, I will, okay, Gabs. Even look at the building, okay. it will even say Community Church of Christ. Okay, Gabs. <laughs> we will not negate that. That's what people I think. Fact, I feel like... But we will not accept that that is the truth. That me, is not yeah, the I truth. I agree with that. No, 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 I'm no, not here. However, it's, can I... Can it's flawedy, man. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no, but can I, can I come back I'm not here to talk about what's right or wrong. Community Church of Christ. I don't feel like that's the name of the building. I feel like that's the name of the local assembly, the people okay, that yeah, come. Yeah, that, yeah, I don't, I don't see it as, okay, they've named this building Community Saints Church or whatever. I feel like they're just they just put a stand outside to say that there is a people that gather here. Yeah, and this, and is, this is what they're called. Why is it called because, a church? Why is it called a church? Because when you have the address, you still get that 73 to 79 Woodblock House. You don't need to call it a church. My, my church building is called a Citadel. You don't see... Exactly, but you're, that's, you just said it. Citadel building. It's yes, not a church. Yes. However, there are some places that you call... CCC, Celestial Church of Christ. Yeah, but that's the name of there. the assembly. That's the name of the you people see that gather Christ there. Apostolic Not church. necessarily the building. That's called the Christ Apostolic. Gabs, did, did the apostles go to a church? You told me they went to the synagogue, no? They, no, did they go to a church? No. So that so so this argument of the church being a built the church building is is flawed as it is. The church was never meant to be a building. Remember, bro. Yeah, see, the church, the, the church, church was never meant, meant to be a building. A building. I agree, Why? bro. But Why? we've made it what it is. No, 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 no. We didn't make it what so it is. Did. I'm Set saying, time. historically speaking, yes, yes. He made us feel like the building. He made us feel historically. There we go. That I haven't bro, finished. I, no, yeah. I haven't finished. Let me quickly. Let me quickly mention. Finish. Wait, I, I haven't finished. I'm not mentioned. I never want. Let me put that out there. I never once said what is right or wrong. I'm reporting to this pastor because this is out of hand. Listen. I never once said what is right, what is wrong. I never once said it's right to call it a building. You no, you, you began you by saying the church is a building. It is a building. Yeah, I'm reporting you. I don't care. I leave your password email. Banks, give me your password email after. Do you know what? Yeah, let's put it to the people, innit? Let's put it to the listeners. <laughs> listeners. This guys, what this is we... not an opinion. It's not an opinion. It... Guys, you need to understand. So every Sunday, do you wake up and say, I'm going to the I'm going to venue today. I'm going to the venue look, today. If, whether by look, just because we say something doesn't make it right, like bro, I never said what's right or wrong. No, but I'm just. It's I'm, an opinion that we people have. We, no, but it's a flawed opinion. I never said it's so acceptable. I, I'm or just flawed. clarifying. I'm okay, just okay. making people. Know, I'm that letting people know. It's it, this. The church was never meant to be an opinion. I agree. The I church. Agree. The Bible makes it specifically clear. Anyway, going back to the point that it's the body. For me, from my side, to wrap it up. If you're thinking of leaving a church, leave honorably. Leave honorably. There's different ways. If you're more senior, if you're a leader, whatever, write a letter, sit down with your leaders and basically pat, 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 point yeah, one, point two, like point three. Yeah, just like you would do in employment, really. do, you, do you understand? Yeah. And highlight and explain. If you're not in a leadership position, but you're a member of a church, you're a familiar face, speak to one of the elders, speak to one of the community leaders, speak to one of the... Yeah, some churches call them like shepherds or whatever. Go to one of them, speak to them and, and and express, you know, issues. If it's a grievance, talk to them about the grievance so that at least the senior leaders know, okay, there was an issue that happened in the church, needs to be clarified, and we need to, so that the church can address it for the future. Even if you're going to leave, 
let them know if was it a safeguarding issue was it a uh, a sexual harassment issue was it a improper conduct issue let them know so at least they know how to handle it in the future so for when people come they will know how to handle you know certain situations like that better but don't go around and if you're leaving a church don't go to Facebook don't go to uh, Instagram and be saying well I'm leaving this church because I see people do that and I'm like really? yeah like I'm, I'm leaving this church and I'm going to so and so church from next week we don't need to know we don't need to know. And don't feel like social media gives you the entitlement to just be telling everybody about everything. Like, you don't need to know. Especially, even if you're a leader, like, leave in for peace. For most part, people don't even do that for jobs. You don't say, oh, yeah, I've worked here in mm. Deloitte for blah, 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 mm. years. I'm now moving. Some, some people even do, Sha. And I'm like, no, you don't need to know. No, unless you're at senior level, like, mm. like CEO yeah, level. Yeah. Most yeah, people, yeah. normal employees don't do that. <sighs> some mm. people do, you know. I've been there for five years, giving them all my life. Mm. If on, like on social yeah, media, yeah, yeah. worked in Buckley's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> like, why? It's not, it's not necessary. But like, hey. just do it. And in this day and age as well, just of, it's not necessarily about leaving church. Yeah, okay, it is. When you're leaving church, let the reason one be because you're being led by the Spirit of God. Mm. If you're not being led by the Spirit of God, do not go. Because you're wherever you are, you're there for a reason. God has, has placed you in specific places. Sometimes, even if it looks like the place is dead, dry, gone. Yeah. Sometimes God puts you in places like that. We even oh. see that in scripture. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. God puts his people in dead, dark Order. places to yeah. restore or rekindle something. So oh. don't just go, oh yeah, I've been here for the past 20 years, it's dead or whatever. If God is giving you the release to go, go. If yeah. he's not, don't shoot off. Just do things right in this day and age. Yeah, no, of course. I think one thing I just wanted to add as well, we can't, put too much pressure on the body of Christ or too much pressure on the church to um, uphold or, yeah, uphold our faith. I think salvation is definitely personal. And like Julie said earlier, we definitely have to work it out with, with fear and trembling. And I think um, we definitely need to focus on our own faith and on our own salvation without putting too much pressure on parents, family, the church, um, the body. So like we mentioned and like we alluded to earlier, there's several um, other churches that you can visit that do evening services, there's definitely some online pastors. I call them online pastors, but there's some online pastors that you can watch. Um, things like Michael Todd's a great one that people watch. Stephen Furtick's another one people watch. So there's a few other people out there that people can watch on social media, which are making a great impact. Um, obviously, I think reading the word, worshipping, praying is obviously something that we have to do as individuals without relying so much on the church to give that to us. Um, obviously, we know the church is there to edify us, but it's not there to really uphold our faith. I think we need to really work that out ourselves and really sort that out ourselves because our own relationship is between us and God at the end of the day, ultimately. Julia, come and share the grace. Thanks, guys, for listening. We appreciate you. Um, yeah. Oh. See you later. Bye.